Please allow me to start by expressing my gratitude for the opportunity to stand in what must be one of the most historic pulpits in the Episcopal Church. It's an extraordinary privilege to be here. And as Dean and President of Virginia Theological Seminary, I would like to take this opportunity to thank this congregation for the support you've given the seminary over the years, and in particular, the support you've given in the work of formation of our seminarians. Uh, we're very grateful. That's a ministry all of its own, which is hugely important. And I know Pete is very grateful for the fact he's currently serving as your seminarian. Or at least I've told him he must be grateful, so therefore he will be grateful. <laughs> okay, so uh, this was a couple of years ago, and my wife and I have friends in Germany who contacted us and said, can Sophia who is a dual national, she was born in the United States, can she come and spend a year with you and go to school in America? So we said, sure. And so we had a 15-year-old teenager daughter for a year. And uh, it was Christmas, and we were driving together to do some Christmas shopping. And uh, as we were doing so, she asked me a question that I've always remembered. And it was a very, very simple question. The question was simply this. How many days are there in a typical life? How many days are there in a typical life? So we picked on 80. We thought we would be hopeful and optimistic. So we picked on 80, and of course you pull out your phone, you find your calculator. 80 times 365 is 29,200 days. And I don't know about you, but I remember thinking to myself, gosh, if I convert that into dollars, it costs, it's about the same as the Subaru Outback I was driving along in, in terms of value. So life's a Subaru Outback, there you go. <laughs> then she said, so how many of those days have you used up? Now at this point I thought I was, you know, that was a bit close to the bone here, to, uh, you know. But I was 55 at the time, so we multiply that by 365. Of my 29,200 days at that point in time, I'd used up 20,075 days. I've only got 9,000 days to go. Then we started having some fun. We started talking about, wouldn't it be nice if we celebrated every thousandth day? Because then you could have a birthday celebration that sort of goes through the year. You wouldn't be stuck in September, which is where I am. Um, and we started talking about how would you work that out and do you have to take into account leap years. And then, then I said, excuse me, I need to know how many days you've used up. She was 15, so her answer was 5,475. And then there was a pause and she suddenly said, that's not right. And I said, yeah, yes it is, we've just done the maths. She said, no, you can't count days you can't remember, therefore you've got to discount the first thousand days. The interesting thing about today's parable is it really is a narrative about how time should and can be used. And it's a very powerful parable. You have two contrasting human lives. The younger son, who opts for decadence and self-absorbed and that lovely phrase, dissolute living. The older son, who's using his 29,200 days with a sense of moral responsibility and duty. And then they both encounter the paradox of love. 
The one encounters the paradox of love by discovering that even though he's ashamed and repentant, he's loved and forgiven by God. The other encounters the paradox of love and is forced into a place of deep resentment that his virtue is not getting the credit he feels he deserves. What's interesting is that all human lives, at some time or other, are both brothers. We have seasons of self-indulgence, and we have seasons of moral responsibility and duty. And the challenge of this parable is to hear the good news, which applies to both the younger brother and the older one. For the younger brother is that in those seasons where we're self-absorbed and decadent and self-preoccupied, we are promised that as we inflict judgment on ourselves, we can be liberated and received afresh by God. For the older brother, the invitation is to recognize that there is something extraordinary in simply being and having that very proximity to the family and knowing that in the end all of this is his. The theme for both of them is the obligation to learn to live life with a sense of the eternal, with a perspective that enables us to locate and understand what we're experiencing and crucially, to live life with a deep sense of gratitude. Perhaps the biggest and most besetting sin of humanity is our propensity to take life for granted and fail to live it with a sense of gratitude. Gratitude is a central theme of this liturgy. One interesting dimension of this liturgy is that it culminates in the great thanksgiving when the celebrant takes us through that long prayer of great thanksgiving. And of course, it's a very paradoxical prayer because once you get beyond uh, thanksgiving for creation and for the revealing nature of God amongst humans and through the Jewish people, it then culminates in a narrative that's actually tragic. It culminates in the narrative of a young man, early 30s, who's killed at the hands of an occupying power. And we're invited to give thanks for the Last Supper, for the betrayal by a friend, as that life is passed over to the occupying power for crucifixion. The discipline of hearing this prayer week in, week out, is an invitation for us to learn to be grateful for everything. Grateful for the normal, grateful for the gift of waking up in the morning, taking a shower, having breakfast, glancing out the window at a daffodil, and grateful also for the tragic, because the great thanksgiving teaches us that in the tragic, grace can be found. In the same way that Jesus of Nazareth, that loss and that death, is a grace vehicle for the world, so we're invited to learn the discipline that even in the hardest moments of our lives, God's grace is present. We learn a disposition of gratitude. So here we are, 
living our 29,200 days, God willing, that takes you to the ripe old age of 80. And the challenge of this gospel that we need to hear is to learn to live life aware of the love of God. Learn to live life with a sense of gratitude. Learn to appreciate every single day that God grants us. Amen.